again, everyone. Welcome to What We Make, a Terminator podcast. I'm Will. I'm Malika. I'm Matt. Well, unfortunately, our guest had to bail at the last minute, kind of, and we'll just humiliate her and shame her. Mock, mock, mock. That's me mocking. That's what we do. That's how we do. (laughs) Today, we're here to discuss episode 14, um... The Good Wound. I have Earthlings Welcome Here. That was last week. Oops. It originally aired February 13, 2009, the first one of the year. After a bit of a break, first Friday night episode. It was uh, directed by Jeff Woolno. Probably not how you say his name, but he's directed episodes of Vikings, BSG, Supernatural... That like me. Mm. And it's written by executive producers Ashley Edward Miller and Zach Stintz. I don't know any of these people. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I almost knocked my laptop over. Sorry, laptop. <laughs> I've always hated I you. <laughs> I know. I actually did kind of hate this laptop now. <laughs> um, so we start out with... I don't know if it's not really a voiceover or if it's Sarah's memory, but it's Kyle Reese talking about how he got the picture of her from John. and It was the exact dialogue. I was wondering about that. I was figured it probably was. They did that a bunch of times oh, yeah. in this episode. Yeah. At first it was okay, and then it just annoyed me. <laughs> <laughs> so Sarah's remembering stuff from the last episode. I guess that's better than a previously on and then nurse, there's a nurse talking to the police about her, how she had no idea, whatever. When they check in on her, she pretends to be asleep, and Kyle's like, get on your feet. He never said that. <laughs> yeah, it was her that said that, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, she leaves the hospital, and he's telling her how pain can be controlled, and he says the line. Yep. That was another line from the movie. <laughs> this is not... Huh? Go ahead. No, you talk. No, I was just gonna say this. This um, this whole episode was like rich with with movie stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, this guy was a poor man's Kyle Reese. Is this, <laughs> is this the same guy in the future flashback from earlier? Yeah. Yeah. He's bad at being Kyle Reese. He's he's, he's not yelling enough. Yeah. Also. <laughs> <laughs> also, he's, he's got like this crappy patchy beard. Yes, I hate his beard. And he's got a soul patch. <laughs> and his hair isn't right. Just I bet Michael the anchor grow a real beard. Yes. Tail <laughs> all around. <laughs> all the actors who were playing previous characters in this series, they all pale in comparison. Except the only one I'm okay with is J- uh, the one who plays John. Uh, I'm okay with him just mostly because... I haven't liked anyone who's played John in the movies. But. Yeah, that's true. Not even... Um, Don't even say it. name, <laughs> <laughs> Jason Clark. I didn't like him. As, I don't think I liked him as John. I didn't like any of these John, any of the Johns, really. Eddie Furlong. <laughs> well, I don't know. Jason Clark was okay, but we he was evil John most of the time. So yeah. when he was just regular John, I was okay with it, but then they turned him evil John. And I was like, that's not John Connor. <laughs> Get your copy of Genesis one week from today. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so they're walking through the hospital, and Kyle says they need backup and tells her to call him, not John. Mm. So, so Derek... Ha- oh, so he meant Derek, right? Right. So it's really weird because half this episode, Kyle is surprised by everything that has happened since he's died, but at the same time, he knows that Derek has returned from the future and is hanging out with Sarah. Mm-hmm. I guess it's all in her head anyway, yeah, so it it's okay to be inconsistent, but... <laughs> all right. Been damaged by too many rewrites of canon, mm-hmm. so she doesn't know. I think I remember... Okay, I'm going to put this down. Stop chewing. Um, <laughs> I think um, these episodes where we're in her head, I don't remember them being that well-received back when the show was on. No? It was yeah, kind of a stretch of episodes. Seems like we're in our head a lot. But, well, I mean, at better. least it's more Sarah Connor as opposed to like Sarah Connor on the side. They're like, oh yeah, the name of this this program is Sarah Connor. Maybe we should spend more time with her. But yeah, yeah, yeah was it the Cameron episode where she was only in like one scene and that was it? Mm-hmm. So Derek has to go help John out with Riley and Jesse. Ashley wants to know how Riley's doing. Does she really care? Is she just worried about her cover? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think she cares. <laughs> <laughs> By definition, she can't care because she's a robot. Oh, did I say Cameron? I meant Jesse. Oh, maybe you did say Jesse, and I, and <laughs> I heard Cameron not wrong. Yeah, I guess later Cameron does says, "I care about you." Mm. So Derek gets to the hospital and. Unfortunately, the paramedics got there before Riley lost too much blood. <laughs> um, Derek's pissed that John brought her to the hospital. John said, I had to make the call and I'll deal with it. Burnt. So doc- yeah. He's the leader. So the doctor has to follow the freaking law and whatever. And, and then Derek's on the phone with Sarah. She's telling him about what happened out in the desert and Tells him to burn the jeep, and and then you know, he asks her about her leg. And then Derek goes back to talk to John, and he's got to go help Sarah, but John needs to stay there. It's like you made the calls. This is how you deal with it. Sick burn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh snap! When you throw somebody's words back at them, that's it's the best kind of burn. <laughs> very petty as well, though. <laughs> yeah, it is. So Kyle and Sarah are talking about how Derek is out of time and that Sarah and John is always gotten. Sarah says, we're all out of our time, which is true. Mm-hmm. And some random doctor lady pulls up to the hospital and Sarah kidnaps her. How'd she, <laughs> this, how'd she know she's yeah. a doctor? She could have been anyone. <laughs> I'm just here to visit my mother. I know. I know. <laughs> Don't mind what I'm wearing. Yeah, there was... There was a couple of things like that where I was like, because eh, there was another, like, it's later on, but like a, a bunch of coincidences where I was like, hmm, they just got very lucky. She she looked like a doctor and she was pulling up to the doctor entrance probably. I don't know. But this is what they're going to do when uh, Charlie got hurt. Remember, they're going to kidnap a doctor. I mean, not Charlie. Derek got hurt, but they wouldn't got Charlie instead. So Sarah takes the doctor to a hotel and she's being mean and Kyle tells her to ease up. And doctor wants to know who hurt her and Sarah's saying that a man hurt her and 
Kyle is looking at her scars, and we see the one she got in T2. Yeah, see, because he's like, well, how did that happen? I don't know this particular... What'd they do to you? Yeah. Yeah. Let me... Then, yeah. Tear. <laughs> then when she starts to explain, Kyle starts crying, and everything she's saying has kind of a double meaning, like one meaning to the doctor and another meaning to Kyle, mm. saying that he always finds her... And the cops are investigating Sarah. One of them is Trip from Star Trek Enterprise. Yes, it took me a while to recognize him, but I always, his face, I'm always like, ah, that's the guy. That's the guy who looks like George Bush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't my, think about uh, it. He does. <laughs> my nose call him Trip, but I have his name somewhere later on. <laughs> so. They get a call telling him Sarah's escaped from the hospital. And they also find out about that doctor who didn't show up and Tripp seems to know her. So they go looking for her. And Dr. Lady, who I think is Felicia, <laughs> tells her that uh, this is really going to hurt and doesn't want to talk about her son. But that's, you know, women have a higher pain threshold, especially once they're given birth. So Sarah tells her all about John and both Sarah and Kyle say they die for John. Yep. Whole lot of Kyle did. Yeah. So Riley wakes up in the hospital. Cameron says she's worried about Riley. And Riley's like, don't be. <laughs> I don't want you to worry about me. <laughs> Since Riley's tired, they both leave. Oh, Riley. Blech. My sentiments exactly. <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't really know what to say about her anymore. I feel like my uh, disgust has been well expressed. And so now I just feel bad. I'm just waiting for her to go away. Too bad that's su- that suicide didn't take. No. <laughs> I know. Too bad there wasn't like a, I don't know, some kind of roadblock that delayed them a little while. I don't know. So Kyle tells her the message that John sent back, basically. <laughs> she needs to be stronger. And Sarah wakes up screaming and points her gun at the doctor. The doctor can't get the bullet out. It's next to the femoral artery. It's always the femoral artery. Yeah. <laughs> she needs to see what's going on in Sarah's leg before she, <laughs> before she can do anything. And the doctor, yeah. Um, Why are you giggling? I, is, <laughs> I started talking. Like, anyway, so... um. Yeah, I think this is where Sarah is like, you don't know when the doctor's like... No, I think that's later on. The doctor says she knows what it's like to be afraid. There's some point where Sarah is like, you don't know. And the doctor's like, I know more than you realize. Uh-huh. So, well, I guess I'll talk about it later. <laughs> yeah. I have a question about that. So John Henry is playing with toys. I love, I love John Henry. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I don't know if I like him or George better. It's, uh, it's close. I think I it's might like John Henry better. This guy's way more fun. This is true. <laughs> to play with toys, I just think though. I like the name George, but I, I think that this guy's more fun. You're right. <laughs> he's like so he's talking. like a little kid, and it's, it's Legos. Great. Yep. Like this is so and so, and he blah 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 blah. <laughs> just like explaining the toys to your parents. Yeah. It should be uh, a new show called Kids and recently invented AI say the say the darndest things. Hmm. That's quite a name for a show. Love <laughs> 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 we'll to abbreviate it, you know. Fledgling AI. Yeah. You're not a real person, mommy. 
Um, whatever happened to Savannah? Who? <laughs> I wonder her daughter. Oh yeah, I don't want to know what happens to Savannah. I like that actress, <laughs> but or the little girl. She was like actually a decent little girl actress, and she looked just like her. But I'm afraid for her life. Where does Savannah go? <laughs> Honestly, oh. series. My mother is an alien or a Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy makes me pee myself. Oh. So, yeah, they talk about how they, toys and humans are made in God's image. And John Henry's like, this body was made in a particular person's image. And he knows all about Cromarty because he got online and looked up James Ellison. And Smart when Ellis, Ellis uh, already knows how to Google. Ellison's kind of disturbed by this, and when he leaves, John Henry has a question for God. So, like, <laughs> what? <laughs> pause right there. Was Google like a thing back then? Because I mean, now we'd be like, oh yeah, of course you looked online. But like, wasn't it harder? Even I don't know back then. I mean, maybe was, it was like there were search engines. Yeah, there's been search engines since like late nineties. Yeah, but Ask Jeeves is like not as <laughs> as no, robust as like, like it is nowadays. There was web crawler. You don't remember web crawler? Oh my gosh, I remember web crawler and Netscape. Remember Netscape? Yeah. Anyway. Well, that was that was a browser. Yeah. Oh. Well, oh yeah. Well, whatever. But I mean, I, I don't think that it was as easy as 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 it is nowadays. Because like now, I would think that people would be like, "Well, duh. Of course you Google them." You know, this is pre pre verb Google, I think. Alta Vista was my favorite one. So I remember early on, whenever I tried to use Google, I thought it gave back too much crap, and I don't know if their algorithms gotten better or if it was just me but no it's their algorithm that, they, they constantly constantly update it um well i mean not constantly but like they, they update it because um they want to provide better user experience um mm. i work regularly with google so we're mm. yeah they're ups and downs anyway point is is that yeah they got better <laughs> <laughs> um I wonder if Alta Vista is still around. Oh my gosh, let's Google Alta Vista. Ha <laughs> ha, Google Alta Vista. <laughs> It'll be like, it does not compute. <laughs> you know, whenever I whenever I like search for something and I don't really find what I'm looking for on Google, I usually go to Bing next, but I always Google Bing <laughs> in order to... <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. That's, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, I always forget Bing exists. You know, I, I, so I do I do online advertising for my for my company. So we do like a fair amount of business on both um, you know keyword searches for for um, Google as well as for Bing. But despite doing business with them, despite all of that, and besides getting invoices monthly from them, I forget they exist. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah, people don't. They say people don't type in URL URLs anymore. They just Google whatever mm-hmm. site they want to go to. Yep. I'm still, I still use URLs, but I'm old fashioned. The dot com. Yeah. Look at you. For somebody in the technology, in a technology field, I can be pretty resistant to technological changes sometimes. Uh, yeah, I still, <laughs> my primary email address, because it's nostalgic, is still Hotmail. So I have like five email addresses, but I still use my Hotmail address more than anything. <laughs> so I know that life. <laughs> Like it was a long time before I got an iPad or an iPod, and I still prefer physical media to digital media. Oh, I've moved. Yeah. I can't say that. <laughs> I, I don't have a DVD player and or anything. I just have like <sighs> I have streaming and I have a USB stick that I can stick into my my, my TV. 
Um, so John Henry's question for God is why didn't he use more ball and socket joints when he made people? Legit question. <laughs> I bet that God doesn't usually get that question. I'd ask, that's that's what I would ask God. <laughs> Every night, Matt's like on his knees. God, dear God. Why don't, why don't my arms have full 360 degree? <laughs> why do I suck? <laughs> why don't you make us better, God? I mean, you, you're God. You could have made us. <laughs> design. Design flaw. Yep. Humans design better. Oh, never mind. <laughs> um... God is probably like, who is this freaking weirdo asking this question? <laughs> I think should just kill everybody. I don't understand his, his questions. Ellison thinks that uh, John Henry's internet access is unwise. He's talking to Weaver and he's afraid of what he might find and what might find him. He might, he's worried. He might uh, look up some stuff that, ca- uh, that counters Ellison's belief in God, maybe. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't want to get in... Uh, a theological debate with John Henry because he knows he'd sure you, he knows he'd lose. He would so lose. <laughs> Make sure you block atheism dot com. <laughs> the atheist like parental controls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he also he also says John Henry would make a good detective. Yeah. So if you it, all you have to do to be a good detective is know how to use Google. I know. Seriously, <laughs> I think. I mean, so much for gut instinct, but yeah. God, I hate Ellison. <laughs> you know what? Okay, Matt, when I was watching this, this is I actually thought about that because I always defend him because I want to like him more. And now I'm just turning the tide where I'm just like, you know what? I've defended him way too long. This just They're not using him right. It could have yeah. been a good character, and now he's sucking, and I'm mad. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I'm joining your, your, I'm <laughs> joining your team. Good. <laughs> you will convert us all. <laughs> I don't think last time I watched this, I was as far into the atheism column as I am now. So this does kind of bug me now. I don't think it bugged me much back then. I'm not even an atheist. I just, I mean, but I'm not even like, but I'm not like super religious either. I just, you just don't want that. Potential. You just don't want that crammed down your throat. Right. Exactly. They're doing <laughs> it a very um, heavy-handed manner. Where I thought last season. They actually just kind of hinted it, and it's almost as if they were like they saw a positive response to the season finale, and were like, "Oh, right, let's just like go on this train," and mm. they like ran into the ground. And the bad thing about this time of year is that you know it's like six o'clock, it's dark outside. Like, why don't all you children go inside and shut up? <laughs> but the fact what? that is, I want all of my neighbors' kids to go inside and be quiet. I'm like, it's dark outside. Why are you still outside making noise? Okay, but the bad part is that it's six o'clock. The bad part is that it's dark at six o'clock. Anyway, trying to record a podcast. Well, I'm not adjusting well to the time change, and I can't believe I'm saying that because it sounds so silly. But like honestly, yesterday I was just like falling asleep at eight o'clock, and it's not even as if I fall asleep at nine o'clock. So I don't know what's wrong with me. Yeah, I think the first night it was yeah like nine o'clock. And I could barely keep my eyes open. I guess I'm gonna go to bed. So, the police are at the hotel that Sarah and the doctor Felicia were just at, and they're long gone. So, Sarah, the doctor, and Kyle roll up on the ambulance outside the hospital, and they're going to get the gurney so they can sneak inside. John's talking to Cameron, wants to know what future John would do about Riley. Cameron says, future John has more important things to do. I'll say. You tell him, Cameron. 
cares. She's just saying that because she future wants John. to control John. Future John has 99 well, I mean, problems, but I a, have... a Riley ain't. <laughs> <laughs> 99 Rileys. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, you got 99 problems, but a Riley ain't one. Um, I, I don't know. I... I, I, I have to agree with Cameron here just because I don't want I don't mean if I was John I would have much better things to do than deal with Riley I'm not John and I have much better things to do without Riley so Sarah and the doctor snuck into the morgue the doctor's asking her about this Reese guy she's been talking about and Sarah's like oh he didn't do it um, and Kyle is like well it's not completely true I did kind of put you in this situation but Sarah's telling the doctor that Reese is John's father and he's dead and the doctor leaves Sarah tells Kyle that she thinks the bullet's moving but Arter gets nicked Sarah has about four minutes and she calls Derek in the Dodge Ram and Derek tells her that Riley is a problem <laughs> it's like duh <laughs> and Sarah tells Derek she has a problem with her leg and Derek can tell and he tells her not to worry about John so I was having trouble remembering this episode. So Derek knows that he's John's uncle, but does Sarah know that Derek knows? I can't remember. Probably. Mm, maybe. I can't remember either, yeah. They let that lie for quite a while. They haven't mentioned it in a while. So uh, Weaver goes to see John Henry, and he talks about the toys, but he also says, you're not a real person. <laughs> Because I looked into your eyes and I don't see anything there. Weaver's like, that needs to be our little secret. He knows that his body has a metal that comes from the Congo and that Zero Core has 7% of the world's uh, supply of that metal. And plays her a tape he got on an unsecured line, which I guess is from the warehouse or about the warehouse. And she can't tell him what going on right now but she does say everything I do I do it for you she's a Brian Adams fan <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I could sing but then I I don't know I could tell people that I know the lyrics to the song um, yeah so it's interesting that is this how she found out that something had gone wrong down there hmm. I guess so <laughs> I, I didn't understand what was on that tape that got played yeah, I didn't either at first. I was, it was the the Sarah saying we have to shut it down. So I guess when Sarah went there, they decided this is the protocol they have to shut it down. Yeah. So the doctor has found a camera. She wants to put Sarah under, and she also wants the gun. Kyle convinces Sarah to hand over the gun. Talking about Kyle like he's there. We call him Head Kyle, like Head Baltar and Head Six. Yeah. Hospital doctor tells John that Riley is missing. He wants to go look for her, but Cameron's like, "No, we don't need to find her." <laughs> I agree, Weaver. Yeah. Jesse gets Riley to her place, and she's pissed off. She's like, "After all I've done for you, try and do this." But then she tries to tend to her wound. Ugh, I thought she was going to turn out to be a like complete psycho and kill her, and I was going to. That would have been cool. Chair. <laughs> Hurrah! <laughs> uh, Riley remembers that girl from season one who tried to kill herself. So I guess it was the same school. I remember we were yeah. debating that earlier. But they moved in between, didn't they? Like, they, their house got compromised and they had to move. 
Yeah, they changed houses, but I guess it's the same school. (laughs) They didn't go very far. Same school district. (laughs) (laughs) But I I mean, finally, like, I mean, Lisa came back. Whatever happened to that guidance counselor who was putting the moves on the on the camera? (laughs) I'd rather forget about that. There. I wanted her to kick him in his nuts. Still could happen. Putting the moves on Riley now. Isn't she still in school? Creepy. <laughs> so Riley Riley got permission to do something. I wasn't I don't know. Somebody was messing with me at that point, so I don't know what she something about an hour. So at that warehouse they're cleaning out and this one guy goes into the bathroom and I was expecting <laughs> Weaver to co- I was expecting a Terminator to come out of the urinal again. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's, why why well, think that. that's why yeah. I did this. They, they're like yeah. trying to supplant your expectations. Like, oh, she's going to be the, the year. Of, no, oh, nope. we're just, nope. we just <laughs> watch an entire scene of a guy going to the bathroom. <laughs> just, but that's quality television. Yeah. <laughs> interesting, but uh, <laughs> I guess it's fake out. But Weaver shows up and goes on a killing spree. Yeah, I like how that one did something that T one thousand like. <laughs> I thought Matt might be happy about this. Mm-hmm. It's a Terminator terminating. Yeah, turning <laughs> left and she's, right. <laughs> she's in her white dress, and I like how that one lady saw her. I guess she did. She like recognize Weaver? Did she see the dead bodies behind her? I, I don't know what, what it was. I think it was the bodies. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she just screamed and ran off. And then she's on a computer, and she, some guards show up, and she asks them about the demolitions material. They don't answer, but we see her leaving, and the place blows up behind her as she leaves in her white dress. <laughs> she looks pretty so, good in the yeah yeah for someone with dead eyes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and they spent some money in this episode. She did do a turn molten. For a few seconds. Mm. So Trip has the recording of the hypnosis session we heard last week, and he knows there is an execution. And he says the same kind of bullet fired matches the one that was in Sarah. And he's going to go look for the warehouse. And when he leaves, there's an explosion outside. A car is blown up. Mm-hmm. And while the cops are outside, Derek's inside burning up shit. I thought he Left blew up. Yeah, I thought the cop was in the car. <laughs> trip and he was really smart in this episode he had like he could figure out everything that was going on just from the clues so he's gonna go to the hospital he's a good detective but he, <laughs> he doesn't even use google but he, yeah he, he didn't <laughs> have to use google once <laughs> <laughs> so doctors found the bullet in sarah's leg and sarah's talking to Kyle some more or something about him and Derek leaving notes and he digs up a box and finds that famous picture of her. Oh, that's the worst picture ever. They keep using it. Why? I can't it's not a good picture. I sleep. Oh. Uh, just, I don't know. I'm fine with different actors playing no, the same character, but that's just it. It's I know so that's what I'm saying. The picture looks horrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's just compiled like digitally, like you, it's so obvious. <laughs> I'm sure they could have taken her to the same spot. Something, something similar, at least. Yeah. So Sarah saying Reese's name when Derek barges in, and he and the doctor have a little show, a little standoff. But 
the doc thinks Derek is the one who hurt Sarah. And at this point, Trip barges in. What's his name? Alvin. And the doctor tells him to go the way, but he's being all put down the gun. Blah, blah, blah. So he's mad. And so Felicia shoots him. And she's distraught over having done that. And Derek tells Sarah they have to go. And I guess, yeah, Sarah called him Reese again because she was seeing Kyle. And the doctor's like, you're Reese. And he's like, yeah, you're not dead. Like, not yet. Why didn't, Sarah, why didn't she uh, just, like, instead of making the lady feel bad that she got lied to, why didn't she just clarify and be like, oh, that's his uncle? <laughs> that's what I was thinking, but I don't know. She, I guess maybe the more lies you tell, the more she thinks she's protecting John, the further from the truth. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. Did you just make that up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a good theory. I'm just trying to justify. Yeah. I'm trying to protect their cover. <laughs> so, yes, she's saying that you should let the, um, uh, uh, let everybody think that I did it. And the doctor's like, that's not right. Yes, it is. It's fine. <laughs> and she said it's not the, uh, um, first time that Alvin had pointed a gun at her or whatever. So, okay, so yeah, he's an abusive guy or something. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Why was he pointing the gun at her instead of this guy, this perp, Eric? Because he... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It was not the, the time for a do- domestic spat in the middle of a hostage situation. <laughs> this is familiar. But this is what I mean by, by coincidence, right? So Maybe he didn't see Derek. <laughs> um... Doctor wants to know if anything Sarah said was true, and she said, I got shot. On the way home, John wants to, or Sarah wants to explain about John and Kyle, and he's like, you don't have to. So this is what I was wondering what that was all about. Like, did she not know that he knew or something? Mm. So they see a fire in the distance, and they know that's where the warehouse was. Yep. It's the end of the episode. Hmm. <laughs> I didn't write down any quotes. I didn't either. Uh, I got, why didn't he use more ball and socket joints when he did? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. How can we forget Ellison? <laughs> or not Ellison. Sorry, John Henry. Mm-hmm. And also, he is sworn to defeat the Makuta. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know Solek? He resides in Cardinal and idolizes the towel. He has stated that he is best friends with Takua. You're not human. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that, like, from now on, anything that he says is is uh, is quotable. John Henry. Probably. But couldn't he tell she wasn't human by, like, looking through her skin like Terminators usually do and seeing an, well, not, not an endoskeleton on her, but she wouldn't have a skeleton. She would be a solid mass. Does he have those, like, abilities, like, now? Well, he's in a Terminator body, you would think so. But it's a little bit, uh, it's kind of unbelievable for him to be, like, uh, you're, you're, you have dead eyes, basically, or whatever he said. Well, he's the Turk. He might not be as advanced as, like, Cameron is. He's, like, he's not yet. 1.0. Or 0. 0.5. There. No. Nervous. What do you want, Ryan? Um, so who is our badass of the week? 
Mm-hmm. Um, the what's her face? Um, garbage lady. <laughs> I'm bad with names. I just call her garbage lady. You know who I mean. Our guest tonight got to see garbage in concert a few oh, weeks ago. Gosh. The guest who didn't show up. Yes. We're, mocking. We're mocking you. Her. Her. No, it's fine. She's working. I'm going to say John Henry is the baddest thing. Um, I'm going to overrule you, Matt. Sorry. I'm going to go with garbage lady. <laughs> I'm going to put down garbage lady. Yeah, I mean, she blew sh- stuff up. She killed a lot of people. Yeah, that's always badass. <laughs> there were no match for her badassness. <laughs> so let's rate this one. Let's start us out, Malika. Oh, dear. Okay, so um, I thought this was okay. Um, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I thought, it, I thought it was okay. Um, I liked it better than last week, which I had serious problems with. I mean, I don't know. The whole thing of spending a lot. I, I usually don't like when, you know, uh, head people start popping up and talking to our main characters. I kind of liked a little bit of the callbacks to the movies and whatnot. That was kind of good for nostalgic sake. So um, I'm going to give it, I don't know. I think I gave last time like 6.60. So I'll give it 6.5 out of 10 um, Legos. Matt? Uh, they had me in the beginning with the references to the first Terminator and having Kyle Reese, even though he looked weird. But then they went overboard, and I'm like, "All right, you guys are pandering too much." You're, you're Stop even your pandering. Yeah. Uh, um, I'll give it a seven out of ten. Pale imitations. No. One second. <laughs> He's chewing. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, I think that he might have muted himself oh. for our sakes. But I was going to have more time. Sorry. Um, <laughs> you should have damped. You should have like gone on for a while. I didn't, I didn't know. I could have <laughs> told me. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I I like I liked the episode more than you guys, but it wasn't you know more close to the best. I did like the references. I think I always like seeing Kyle Reese, even though he's a different Kyle Reese. Mm. So, nostalgic factor. Yeah, nostalgia is it works on me. <laughs> <laughs> You want to make me happy, just make me feel nostalgic. <laughs> so I'll give it 8 out of 10 um, um, <laughs> urinal fake-out. <laughs> Uneventful bathroom breaks. Yeah. All he did was pee. So, <laughs> so I guess we can agree that the best Kyle Reese was the first one. Yep. And the best Sarah Connor was the first one. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was the best John Connor. I, I don't really like Edward Furlong. <laughs> um, he was so annoying. Yeah. I like this guy. Decker. It's just unfortunate that he's in the angsty teen years. <laughs> yeah, I would... Um, I need to go back and listen to our T3 episode. Did I like Nick Stahl or not? I don't remember mm-hmm. hating him that But... Uh, yeah, Genesis. Yeah, I think this one's probably just the best one. <laughs> Decker. Okay. Yeah, feedback. Quickly, quickly. Thought I had this open already. Whoa, shit. <laughs> what? 
well. These ones, these alerts come up. Do you have Windows 10 on your computer? Nope. These alerts are kind of loud in my ears. Gonna give you tinnitus. Yeah. Something about Adobe, something. Oh, man. Hey. <laughs> so Daniel says, hello, Chroniclers. A lot of great callbacks and quotes from both, both Terminator films. There's been more than two Terminator films, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> um, Only two that count, apparently, <laughs> which I can get behind. Um, Daniel says, I particularly like the scar from Sarah's stab wound at the hands of the T-1000 and T-2. Um, I feel like you can see it on Sarah's face the moment she realizes that the doctor she's kidnapped has misinterpreted her hallucinatory, hallucinatory conversation with Kyle as her being on the run from a violent, abusive husband. Her acting gets just a bit more melodramatic and her tone shift towards a vulnerable plea for help rather than a hardened fighter as she elaborates on this made up story. It's just survival for Sarah. But it's actually some pretty cold manipulation on her part when you think about it. The episode foreshadows the revelation that the doctor, Felicia, herself is a victim of an abusive relationship. By the fact that she has a rather large, unsightly mark on her neck the whole time that Sarah didn't give to her. Of course, it's obvious they wrote it to make it seem plausible the doctor wouldn't just turn Sarah in first chance. And so she could shoot the sheriff at the end. Ah, she shot the sheriff. Yep. But she didn't shoot the deputy. I was, was going to try to work in some a by Felicia joke in this, but I didn't. But that was it, probably. <laughs> um, Ellison's conversation with Weaver about John Henry really makes it sound like the dynamic of two parents worrying about how their child will grow up, and their son is named John as well. Oh no, I just had a horrible thought. I really hope the writers didn't have it in their heads that Ellison is slowly developing paternal feelings for John Henry to make up for the aborted son he never had because that would be terrible. Stop right there. (laughs) Stop. The sheriff mentions that Eileen slash Alan Park and the people at the hypnotherapy group were shot with the same caliber bullet in Sarah's leg. It's possible this means that Ed Winston was the motorcycle assassin from the previous episode. That's what I was thinking. Oh yeah, that's true. I find Weaver continues to be confusing in this episode and John Henry even calls her on it. I couldn't tell by her reaction if she was genuinely surprised by the secret desert warehouse's existence until John Henry played back the message about the stockpile of Coltan on the unsecured line. In the last episode, it seems to have been revealed that the warehouse was involved in the secret development of some kind of variant hunter-killer drone in the present day, which implies Skynet activity. Yet here Weaver goes and slaughters all the employees and incinerates the facility. Was she just covering up a potential leak of evidence, or was she sabotaging something completely unconnected to Zeracor? Hmm. Hmm. Because if they were working for Skynet, and she is from Skynet, then why do that? Anybody have any ideas? I think, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure what her motives are, but I just got to thinking that her scene with John Henry and, and him learning stuff and her not agreeing with it just makes me think that he's not going to turn out the way she wants and maybe he'll actually be an ally for humans. Maybe Ellison is going to be successful, which will be yeah. annoying. But <laughs> yeah, I, I, I get that feeling too. I have a feeling that um, John Henry will have almost like a redemptive thing. Well, mm. I mean, from a commodity standpoint, be another Cameron. Except you know, not reprogrammed. Just yeah, just brought up that way. 
Oh, it's really raised, if you will. How you're brought up, yeah. <laughs> it's it's, it's uh, nurture. Yeah, another eight episodes left. So, <laughs> see if Daniel goes on to say, "Do you think Riley actually faked her suicide attempt to get John to get to John, or did she just tell Jesse that story so she wouldn't be angry at her?" I feel like it's always been there, but the show really emphasizes now that Riley is scared to death of being alone in a room with Cameron. Also, does anyone else get the vibe that Riley has a major girl crush on Jesse? Yeah. yeah. I thought that from the start. Didn't she even, like, Jesse, like, kind of touch, caress her face or whatever when they first met? Yeah. Yeah, I thought. Yeah. I love how much of an asshole Sarah is at the end. Felicia is so confused. Just kills someone and wants to know if anything she told her was true. And Sarah, despite owing her life to her, is just like, meh, I got shot. There's a middle finger extending from her hand just below the frame for sure. Yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't either. Well, I mean, she was nice to her because Kyle or Reese told her to be. Yeah. And then when he disappeared, I guess she just reverted back. <laughs> yeah, I, don't like, <laughs> I, don't like her, I don't like her being like that. Like, that's something Cameron would do. But, yeah, and... Kyle was even telling her, you're not a machine, you know, you're gonna, mm-hmm. but she should take his advice and be more human. Well, I guess last time she did that, though, she let someone live in a tr- Terminator tractor down. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I like her being an asshole, but not in this time. I enjoyed the drama of this episode, but on the other hand, it has a pretty narrow focus. It's the get the bullet out episode, and I'm not sure it was the best marketing choice for the return of the show in the new year with already low ratings, especially considering the time slot now moves to Fridays. Daniel. Yeah. Thank you very much, Daniel. Mm-hmm. I guess they thought that with all the callbacks to Terminator, they would like get the nostalgic factor up, maybe. But yeah, I don't think it made much sense. Let's see, next we have an email from Heidi. I'll post this. Boom. Let's take yeah. Heidi's email. I'll do it. If I can get it open. Okay. Where is the beginning of it? Okay. Hey guys, I know it is a hallucination, but I love Kyle Reese talking to Sarah and helping her. They chose a good actor to play him for this show. Tom Decker resembles him. I also love Derek getting to the better of John with the you made me call line. Sometimes John already thinks he knows best, but he's still learning. Has uh, Sarah has hijacked herself uh, a doctor, but the bullet is too close to her from moral artery. It's a good thing that Kyle is in her head telling her how to talk to the doctor or she wouldn't have gotten anywhere. John Henry likes action figures and he knows Catherine Weaver is a machine. Everyone is escaping from the hospital today. I'm glad that um, doctor got to shoot her abusive boyfriend, but I'm sad she thinks Sarah was lying to her the whole time. At least now Derek and John will know that Sarah isn't completely crazy. That someone in the warehouse, um, warehouse was there and blew it up. Until next time, Heidi. Thank you, Heidi. Merci. Yeah, thank you, honey. <laughs> you eating again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can tell from the long mutes. Well, they won't be long when I edit this. So, okay. Well, next episode is called Desert Cantos or Cantos. How do you say that? What? I don't know. I've never... I remember looking this up when the episode aired. <laughs> How do you spell it? C i n t o s. A canto is a principal form of division in a long poem. Oh, interesting. So I guess they're still going to be out in the desert. They're going to be out in the desert. They're going to take Quoting a, bad, poetry. A, a bad trip, and they're going to see their spirit animal. Peyote, baby. Yep. Cool. 
<laughs> oh no, we don't need any more episodes in Sarah's head. Yeah, I, I wonder who. Um, I wonder who Cameron Spirit and Mole will be. Hmm. A thumbtack. Mm, probably. <laughs> Garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> Desert Candus. I like that name, though. Here's to hoping, because the last two episodes I've been thrilled about, so I'm hoping that this one has a better name and a better plot line. Hmm. I'm just reading a plot summary. <laughs> okay, so. So. I believe that is all we have. Thank you for coming, guest. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for not coming, guest. Hope she doesn't ever listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> Just teasing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that's all we have for this week, folks. We'll be back next time with Desert Cantos. But until then, whatever that means. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's no fate, but what we make. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Ow, my ephemeral artery. Yeah.